Welcome to Policy Today, thoughtful discussion of current issues vital to the future prosperity of Washington State, produced by the Washington Research Council. Hello, uh, my name is Chris Schoblum. I am the uh, research director and senior economist uh, with the Washington Research Council. Uh, today, uh, this is um, our uh, Policy Today episode. Uh, recorded on December 1st of uh, 2015. Um, joining me uh, for this episode is uh, Lou Moore, um, our president and uh, chief executive officer. Uh, and, and Lou has been uh, reading up on uh, business tax climates. Um, so, so Lou, let me, why don't you share with our uh, listeners uh, what you found? Okay, well... Uh in October uh, every year and November is that the two organizations that we are uh, very conversant with, that, that, that we work with on occasion, uh, each put out a major study. And in October, the Council on State Taxation, or COST, put out their annual state and local business taxes uh, report. It's just a very straightforward uh, accounting, and these are estimates, uh, even though they're looking at 2014, they're still considered estimates, but it gives a very good idea of uh, how much tax revenues are coming into the various states, uh, comparing the states, and also looking at how much of those revenues can be imputed uh, to business. So it gives us a pretty good idea of the business uh, tax burden across the country. So that came out uh, three or four weeks ago. And a few days ago, uh, our friends at the Tax Foundation put out their annual uh, tax climate study, which is more analytical, uh, uses a methodology involving 114 variables in this last report, and ranks the states in terms of tax climate and, and, and uh, imputing that to be business climate, uh, uh, looking at a number of things. So I, I went through those two studies. And uh, I want to talk about them with uh, my senior economist. Well, very good. We're, I'm looking forward to this conversation. Okay. So, Chris, the first thing that hit me right away, this is a figure that, uh, that we've heard folks at Association of Washington Business and the Roundtable use. I mean, the, the figure, the, the similar figure from past years. But uh, in 2014, according to cost, Washington State businesses paid 58% of all taxes collected, uh, which is the ninth highest uh, among, uh, excuse me, it's the uh, sixth highest among the uh, 50 states. Uh, your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's um, it's a remarkable figure. Um, you know, some, uh, a lot of people um, um, think that the, the um, we could have a whole bunch more services in this state if uh, business just stepped up and paid their share. But but the reality is that business is paying its share. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, you know, nationally, we're at 58%. The national average is 45% uh, percent, uh, of uh, taxes on an average across the 50 states that are uh, uh, revenues that are imputed to business. Uh, we're definitely a little higher uh, than almost all of them. Yes. Yeah, so uh, another uh, statistic interesting and reflective, I think, of, of the fact that at least parts of our state, uh, some of the urban parts in particular on the west side, are doing very well uh, as far as the, the economy's uh, growth. Uh, we uh, 
at an increase of 3.7% in uh, state and local taxes paid by business over the previous year, which was the ninth largest increase among the 50 states. Uh, and uh, I think that's a pretty significant figure as well. Uh, and uh, we are 60, and looking at this number of 58% of the taxes collected for state taxes, where there's been a lot of focus and there's been a focus on tax breaks and tax incentives and things like this, uh, Washington business pays 62% of all state tax. Yes. Pretty big figure. And uh, just to break down you know, what kind of taxes these are, I think a lot of our friends believe that the B&O tax, the taxes that frequently is in the news because of aerospace tax incentives or technology tax incentives or uh, whatever the topic is for the day, uh, the B&O tax has actually slid. Uh, it's a little bit under 17% now of, uh, of the uh, business taxes paid. Uh, the, the largest amount is uh, sales tax. Businesses pay 33% uh, uh, in, sale of the sale, in sales tax in this figure that is, uh, you know, almost two-thirds of all the taxes. Uh, One-third of that is sales tax. The average nationally is only 21%. Uh, property tax comes in right behind, not too far. Uh, we pay 33, or excuse me, 23% of um, of, the, of this business tax is property tax, and then B&O comes in just under 17%. The fourth uh, largest source of tax revenues for our state from business is the unemployment insurance tax at about uh, 7%. So any thoughts on that breakdown or yeah. uh, the significance there? Yeah, the, it's the, the sales taxes are a huge um, uh, cost, um, tax cost for uh, businesses in this state. And, it, you know, that comes around by, for two reasons. The, uh, um, uh, the first, that our sales tax rate, when you combine state and local, is quite high here, you know, around about 9%, uh, varying uh, from the with the local jurisdiction you're in, 9.6% uh, here in Seattle where I'm sitting today. Uh, and, but the second thing is that, is that uh, the base of our sales tax is particularly broad. Um, um, you know, we, tax, we apply sales tax to a number of transactions that wouldn't be subject to sales tax in other states. Um, all sure. this is, I think this is in part a consequence of to the fact that we don't have an income tax and and without that leg of the stool, we're forced to, to, to pull more in with the other tools available. Well, um, as far as all the numbers that are in this report, and uh, you can get this report online, and I think we'll be linking to it uh, on our blog within a couple of days as well. But uh, uh, the other, one of the other areas that was very interesting to me that is covered uh, in this cost study is a, uh, is a, a statistic compiled uh, in a methodology developed by Ernst & Young, uh, the accounting firm, which is uh, a, a measurement of what businesses get for the taxes they spend. In other words, are, 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 they, are they getting more uh, than, than what they're paying for, or are they not uh, getting as much as they are paying for in taxes as far as government services and, and true value to these businesses? And pretty astounding to me, uh, when you figure uh, education uh, in, 
uh, Washington still has the 11th worst uh, ratio that, uh, according to Ernst & Young, Washington businesses uh, pay 1.8 uh, for every one, for every dollar they get in benefit, they pay $1.8 or $1.80. And if you don't figure education in, if it's just a general measurement across all of the various services the government and values the government uh, could provide, the ratio is 4.7, $4.70 going out for every dollar coming back. What about that? Yep. Uh, I think that they're raising an important point there, point here, that, that, uh, which is that when, when businesses are choosing uh, where to locate, um, certainly the, the, the costs of taxes are uh, uh, one thing that figures into the, the calculus. Um, but the second thing that uh, figures in uh, is the, the, value, is the services that government is providing uh, uh, to, the, to the businesses. And, and effectively, the, what, what, what government is really costing um, uh, businesses is the net between the, the taxes that are paid and the government services they get back. Um, and, and I think as cost has shown, uh, um, this state doesn't look particularly good in that balance. Um, no, and I think there's a perception, I think it's a growing perception that businesses, and there's a few marquee named businesses that tend to get named, but I think there's a perception that, that certain individuals are trying to spread in the public that business is taking advantage of the state and taking advantage of the citizens of the state uh, and getting a lot more than they put in. And uh, according to this, uh, methodology that uses census numbers, state and local government financial figures, and uh, uh, information from the National Association of State Budget Officers, all compiled by Ernst & Young, uh, that's hardly the case. And comparing us now to other states, uh, 39 states are uh, got a better deal. Uh, uh, businesses have a better deal than they have in our state. Yes. Um. I know it's often it's often said that that uh, businesses are reflexively anti-tax, but at least my experience has been that that businesses often are uh, are quite willing to see happy to see taxes go up when the money coming in is going to be spent for something that that provides value back to them. I mean, the prime example of this is business support for the recent uh, increases in gasoline taxes, which are going to fund um, uh, improvements in. Uh, in the infrastructure, which are sorely needed. Sure. And uh, so, uh, and, and bringing up this question of, of competitiveness between the states, Chris, I think is a good segue into the next area I want to cover is kind of a bridge between these two studies. There's the whole question of how valid uh, looking at the tax levels that businesses pay in the state is to measure business climate in the state, to measure uh, the likelihood of success for businesses, but I guess also measuring the desirability of businesses to come uh, to a state. And uh, the Tax Foundation, in their study, uh, makes an interesting point uh, that comes from the uh, U.S. Department of Commerce. More jobs are lost to another state in, 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 in any given job loss in a state. Like, in other words, if Connecticut loses a job, 
it's more likely that Texas gets that job than it is that Mexico or China or some other country that has a lower uh, wage rate or whatever uh, is to get that job. It's as though the, the competition between states is very significant, I think, to, to the working people in our state. Yes. And so um, the Tax Foundation study is a lot different than the one from COST. COST basically looks at numbers that I did cite uh, this, this last area where there's, some, there's quite a bit of methodology and assignment of weights and whatnot that's done by Ernst and Young. But uh, generally, the cost study is numbers, uh, how much is paid uh, by whom. But uh, the, uh, the Tax Foundation study, uh, as I said earlier, they use 114 indicators and uh, try uh, in, a very, in a fairly complex formula to actually rate each state for its uh, tax climate, and using that as a uh, and using that as a uh, as a marker for business climate overall. So, of course, the first question is 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 the tax climate is the taxes paid in a state is that one of the best ways to uh, to view uh, to view business climate? And of course, some folks folks uh, uh, oftentimes on the left. Uh, have argued that that's not the case. I mean, they'll say, look at California. They pay a ton of taxes down there, and there's still very many uh, successful businesses, the Silicon Valley or, or whatever you want to look at down there. I mean, there's a lot of money changing hands and a lot of commerce going on. So uh, give us your thoughts, Chris, about uh, the importance of taxes in terms of business money. Oh, I think, I think the, the um, um, taxes play a very important role in uh, in the business climate of a state. Um, you know, California does provide an example of, of, um, uh, uh, of other issues which can, uh, aside from taxes, that can be uh, uh, beneficial to the, the business climate in a state. And, you know, with California, one of the, the, the great advantages they have is the climate climate, the weather climate, the wonderful um, the sunshine, the moderate temperatures, um, which provide, make uh, California um, a very attractive place to live. Uh, and that offsets um, sort of some major disadvantages that are imposed by their tax system. Uh, the second thing that happens in, uh, in Cal- has happened in California is the miracle of Silicon Valley um, and the, the clustering of tax firms there that provide uh, a tremendous advantage to other tech firms to locate close to them, uh, and um, 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 and what you'll see is that uh, an exodus of of businesses from Northern California um, that don't benefit from from that advantage and do uh, and are oppressed by the tax climate they have down there. Um, so sure. You know, well, well, anecdotally, and I haven't seen a study on this, or probably is one, but. Just anecdotally, you look at uh, Western communities like Boise, Salt Lake City, and I'm very familiar with Phoenix, Las Vegas. Uh, these communities are full of businesses that came from California. Yes, we're now paying a lot less in taxes. Yeah, and and you can see it in the in just the the migration of people. Um, that uh, when you compare California, look at flows of people amongst California and the other U.S. states in general, um, California is losing population. Uh, it's picking up a large number who are uh, migrating to the state from overseas. 
uh, but uh, but American um, uh, citizens are generally moving away. Yeah, and I think uh, when you look at the change of the structure of our economy, for better or for worse, uh, with a lower percentage of manufacturing that requires physical plant and, and more of a permanent uh, location uh, in many cases, and, and more businesses that are orientated into technology and to services, uh, these businesses are fairly mobile. And, uh, I mean, it makes perfect sense to me that if the governor of Texas says, come on down, uh, we're going to take care of you folks, uh, that they're going to be interested in looking at Texas, even if they're in uh, uh, New York State or California or Washington. Oh, yes. Yes. And and in many of those states, many states other than Washington, you know, the, you're, if you're interested in uh, moving um, operations in, um, the governor would be quite willing to negotiate uh, tax rates for you. Sure. So uh, as we look at this tax foundation study, it, it's interesting. Now, the cost study does not give Washington State an overall score or an overall ranking, but it does compare all of the statistics that you compile. And as I said, we are number six in terms of the percentage of taxes paid by business. So I guess that might be kind of the closest to the overall score that they would provide, and we don't come out too good. But you look at the uh, the Tax Foundation study, and it's a different story. And I think this kind of brings in the second subtext maybe of our conversation, the first one being how much uh, tax business pays. But I think the second subtext is the kind of system we have in Washington State. Is it a good tax system? Or is it not so good? I mean, some people say, wow, this is great. I don't have to pay income tax. Other people say, this is a terrible system because I don't have to pay income tax because I'm paying sales tax because uh, I've seen a study that says we're the most regressive uh, state in the nation in terms of taxes. That it's Our tax system weighs down on the poor and on, uh, on, on what I guess we would call blue-collar uh, working people. So... Um, uh, that's kind of the second element here. And uh, so then we look at the Tax Foundation. Uh, you know, we got a terrible uh, score in, in almost all the areas that cost, uh, just looking at fact and, and the business share was covering. But the Tax Foundation says we're the 12th best tax climate uh, in the country. So um, why would that be? So... Um they give us um, uh, a lot of credit for not having an income tax, um, and and they find um, income taxes are a particularly um, um, destructive tax. It's actually got weight, they weight the income tax as a third of the in the overall uh, tax climate index that they put together, uh, and so, and they do actually treat our uh, pick us. Ding us a little bit on their uh, in their income tax category because of the way that the uh, uh, B&O tax um, is a tax uh, on the um, uh, business income that flows through to personal income tax returns, and also uh, as it flows through as it as the um, as it flows through to in corporate income tax. Uh, but still, we uh, it doesn't get us very heavily on that. Um, Sure. Well, uh, so this kind of opens up uh, opens up the conversation. If we say that it's very competitive, that most jobs are lost to other states, but we currently have a very attractive uh, 
business climate in this state because we have this tax climate that has no income tax. Uh, I think I think it's worth taking a look at that. So, uh, in fact, uh, I think it could be argued, at least to some degree, that folks on the lower end of the scale may pay a higher percentage of taxes here than they pay in an income tax state. But a lot of the workers that uh, businesses that pay family wage jobs want to uh, attract what they call knowledge workers in the biotech and uh, engineering, aerospace engineering, and, uh, and other uh, technology fields. Uh, those workers are also wage earners, and I'm sure it's somewhat attractive uh, uh, to them to be able to come to a state where they don't have to pay a state income tax. Uh, yes, it, I think that's been well demonstrated. Uh, you can actually see the way the the, the uh, materials that are put out by um, companies that are attempting to attract workers into the state, uh, and um, a- and they highlight the fact that we don't have don't have an income tax. Sure, and uh, uh, and then there's the, the the multiplier element to this. So um, not everybody can be an aerospace engineer at Boeing. But uh, uh, economists have analyzed the aerospace industry and said that we get about three jobs uh, for every aerospace job that we have in the state, whether it's Boeing or or one of the other firms that are in that industry. So is there a benefit for somebody farther down the economic chain that all these other jobs are created uh, by the fact that these higher uh, wage jobs are in the state? Yep, certainly is. Certainly is a benefit. Yep, so... So that makes things a little bit uh, a little bit more complicated uh, uh, when we look at things. But uh, yeah, if, if we look at the ratings that uh, that the uh, tax foundation has put out, uh, all all of the states uh, with no income tax score very high uh, as far as their overall rank. And states with a high income tax, like New York or California, score very low. California is forty eight. Uh, New Jersey, uh, our friend Chris Christie at the helm there, 50th. Uh, New York, 49th. But then we look at uh, Florida, number four, no income tax. Uh, we look at Nevada, number five, no income tax. New Hampshire, number seven, no income tax. I'm just kind of glancing. Uh, Alaska, number three. And, of course, number one, I believe, is Delaware this year. Is that correct? Nope. They're not number one. Uh, they're number one in a couple. They're in the sales tax category. Oh, Wyoming. That's right. Wyoming is number one. Uh, and you know, Wyoming is low in every area, very low uh, in almost every area, even in property tax and some of the taxes used to compensate. So, um, uh, without a doubt, this study is looking at the income tax as a major. Uh, a dis, uh, disincentive for businesses to move to a state and uh, and deleterious to the economy of the state. Any other thoughts about the tax foundation study? Oh, it's uh, it's an interesting piece. Uh, well worth uh, our listeners reading their way through. So uh, uh, so anyway, we've uh, uh, we presented here also in our work with Opportunity Washington work you've done. Uh, uh, we've presented the public with two different pictures uh, as far as how good or bad uh, our situation is in paying taxes, but uh, there's a lot of angles there, uh, and both, you know, both having businesses pay an inordinate amount of tax, uh, but uh, in, in having uh, no income tax 
and uh, depending on how you, which measurements you look at, uh, we stack up uh, very well or terribly. One or the other. So, uh, as I've said many times, Washington State may have the worst tax system, except maybe all the other ones. I don't know. But uh, uh, it'll be interesting with the uh, continuing debate on income inequality, the continuing concern about special interest money and in politics, buying uh, tax breaks, uh, the allegations that are flying in those areas uh, to see uh, what the future holds for our great state. Yes. Yes. Well, I think that that about uses up the time we had for this uh, this episode. Um, so I think we'll call it a wrap. Uh, this is uh, Chris Shoblum, uh, and I've been joined with joined by Lou Moore today. Uh, we're from the Washington Research Council, and this is Policy Today. Uh, goodbye. Bye-bye. Policy Today is a production of the Washington Research Council, dedicated to providing timely, credible research and policy analysis supporting economic vitality and private sector job creation. For more information, go to researchcouncil.org.